A Holocaust-themed carnival parade sparks an outcry. A five-hour hostage situation in an Irish prison is diffused with a candy bar. And Major League Baseball pitcher Madison Bumgarner uses a fake name to participate in rodeos. These are the weird stories for Thursday. This is Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. I'm a little loopy, but let's do it anyways. You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A Spanish Holocaust-themed parade sparks outcry. Of course it does. It's a Holocaust-themed parade. Holocaust-themed anything really sparks outcries these days. I don't care if it's Holocaust-themed diapers or things that you even love, like a Holocaust-themed cheesecake. I think that would spark outcry. Who is getting involved in Holocaust-themed anything in 2020? I want to know. You're going to get outcry. It's going to spark outcries. You're going to get tweeted about... Bad ideas. A Spanish carnival troupe that was performing a Holocaust-themed parade has canceled its remaining shows following an outcry. Many, many outcries. Probably some tweets and Facebook posts and Instagrams and, you know, the blogging. Uh, Spain's foreign minister decreed the parade, which featured gun-toting Nazis, lines of people wearing striped death camp uniforms, and girls in white holding... Israeli flags a day after (laughs) I'm not saying I'm not reading this correctly at all why do you have to have a complicated sentence like this writer of this article so all right I gave you the lineup of what was in the parade right gun-toting Nazis a people wearing striped death camp uniforms b girls in white holding Israeli flags c well this is what Israelis ambassadors are slamming about the performance um The troop apologized to the Jewish community in Spain over the parade in the small town of Campo de Criptana, which is about 68 miles southeast of Madrid. Here's a quote from the Spanish foreign minister, horrified by the carnival parade in Campo de Criptana. I totally reject any trivialization of the Holocaust. That was more of an Italian accent, I think, than a Spanish accent. I don't know. I'm doing my best here. Images showed people dressed in Nazi-style regalia. They always have regalia in there when they're using uh, Nazi style. Uh, Children were dressed in the yellow Star of David that Jews were forced to wear in Nazi-occupied areas. Performers also formed a line dressed as Jewish victims in red-hot pants and bustiers with a gunshot wound to the heart and dancing with Israeli-style flags. My goodness, you really went over the top with this parade. Gunshot wounds to the heart, really? Is that necessary? Uh... I am horrified by and utterly utterly reject the shameful trivialization of the Holocaust that took place at the carnival, tweeted Israeli ambassador. It is an affront to the memory of the victims and an intolerable intolerable expression of anti-Semitism. I agree. The display, which featured a parade float designed like a gas chamber. A gas-chambered parade float. How does this even get off the ground, this whole production? I don't understand it. There had to be a meeting where people were like, you know what, Uh, guys, we should second think this. After all, we're making a gas chamber here. People are not going to dig this at all at the parade. This was the second Holocaust-themed carnival parade. How did the first one go? How did you get approved for a second one after the first one? Didn't that cause an outcry? I'd imagine it did. Or was it done in a place where nobody saw? I don't understand this. Unbelievable. 
The article ends by saying carnival parades take place every year across Spain and Europe in the days leading up to Ash Wednesday, which marks the start of Lent. And, and, and when you guys think of Ash Wednesday, what do you think? Oh, you think of the Holocaust, right? This makes perfect sense that you would do this. I don't understand the stupidity behind half of the shit I encounter on this damn show. This is unbelievable. <laughs> carnival troops with Holocaust themes. I mean, You would think that everybody would be over this. I, I remember I covered... During Halloween, I, I covered a story about some parents that were dressing their children up in Hitler costumes and whatnot. I mean, at, at this point, you don't get a free pass with the Hitler costumes and the Holocaust theme parading. I just, I'm sorry, okay? You're out of your mind, and we ought to put you in, wait, where should we put these people? I was going to say a gas chamber, but that's way too serious. You, you, you know, I, I, they should pay a hefty fine for sure, you know? In my opinion, I don't know. What do you do to these people? You guys tell me. I have no idea. I'm not smart enough to make a decision on how you penalize somebody for doing something like this. You know? Call the show, 646-450-2012. A five-hour hostage situation in an Irish prison is diffused with a candy bar. Just a candy bar. A five-hour-long hostage situation in an Irish prison ended after weapons were exchanged for a Mars chocolate bar. The incident occurred at the Midlands Prison in Port Laois when two prisoners, one armed with a weapon, took another inmate hostage. It is understood that they then barricaded themselves inside a cell and a five-hour standoff commenced. Specialist officers were called in along with trained negotiators during this terrifying situation in the Irish prison. <laughs> It's got to be a really trained, skilled negotiator if he won everybody over with a Mars bar. One of the hostage takers then agreed, finally agreed, to open his cell door and exchange his weapon for a Mars bar. The attackers were then detained by prison officers. A spokesman for the Irish Prison Service has said that the, that the staff remained uninjured and prisoners involved only sustained minor injuries. Here's a quote from uh, the general director. Staff responses in the incident was successfully resolved, I'm happy to say. No staff were injured. Prisoners involved received only minor injuries as well. I've commended all the staff involved in ensuring that this incident was successfully resolved. A spokesperson went on to say that an, an investigation into the incident has now commenced. Uh, there's no other information about this. I, I would like some more information about this. Let me see if I can find more. Hold on. Ooh, ooh. Another article has some juicy details. This facility is a medium security prison with a maximum capacity of 870 inmates. What happened was two inmates grabbed another prisoner and threatened to cut off his ears with a shiv if they didn't get the following. Tobacco, Swiss rolls, and a Mars bar. <laughs> wow. Very specific. We want some cigarettes, Swiss rolls, and a candy bar. Otherwise, we're going to cut off this person's ears. Guards surrounded the cell, and a hostage negotiator was called in to hash out the prisoner's demands. Here's a quote from a spokesperson. Prisoner demands were unclear apart from drugs and no more sleeping on mattresses. They didn't want to sleep on mattresses. They wanted some drugs. <laughs> a fourth prisoner was present for the standoff, but he was not part of the situation. He was just there to eat a candy bar if, <laughs> if he happened to get one by luck, by hook or crook. If they had an extra Mars bar, he would have dived in. The hostage negotiator slowly chipped away at their demands whittling them down from multiple snacks and cigarettes to a single Mars bar. 
This is hilarious. Okay, okay. Was that what? We're not giving you cigarettes, okay? So let's start with the other two that you want, all right? Now, you say you want some Swiss, Swiss rolls and a Mars bar. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, Switzerland is very far here. We cannot get you Swiss rolls. So can you go? I think we can get you a Mars bar at the local 7-Eleven. Will you, <laughs> we accept that. What about a Nestle Crunch or a Snickers? I mean, are you open to other bars other than the Mars bar? What what are we dealing with here? Would you take a Mars bar and like some Twizzlers? How about that? Will you put the shiv down if I bring you a Skittle? <laughs> one of the, one prisoner ultimately agreed to trade his shiv for the chocolate bar, leaving the hostage takers vulnerable to the guards. Staff forced entry into the cell and removed all four prisoners, meeting considerable resistance from at least two of them. Well, let's, can you imagine being the guy who's uh, about to get your ears cut off if they don't give him a Mars bar? I mean, that's a small... To think that your life's really only worth a candy bar, a Swiss roll, and some cigarettes, that's just, that's a very sobering reality for you right there in the middle of a prison. <laughs> it's just, dude, that's all you're going to ask for? My goodness. Give him the Mars bar, all right? My ears are worth a Mars bar, sir. Some cigarettes, please. Hello, he's going to cut off my ears here. Be thankful he didn't ask for a drone and some marijuana. I mean, come on. Well, initially I was thinking that the negotiator was really top-notch, but now I, I, I mean, this is a pretty, it's a pretty easy negotiate, ne- negotiation. You know, you just, you're really just giving somebody some candy. I mean, this is like a, it's not like they're asking for, asking for like millions of dollars. It's just like something that costs a dollar. You can have someone just run to the store and get this stuff. But still very skilled to talk them out of the cigarettes and the um, Swiss rolls. I don't see why I just didn't give them all three, to be honest with you. Maybe this is not such a trained negotiator after all. Just give them all three. This negotiator was like, oh, no, let, let, me, let me say this about the negotiator. This negotiator clearly has big-time skills to talk them out of the other two. The negotiator was like, they're asking for $20 worth of shit. Maybe I can talk them down to just a dollar worth of stuff. Am I right? Now that I think about it, that's what's going on. This is a very highly skilled negotiator at the end of the day. Very impressed. Madison Bumgarner uses a fake name to regularly participate in rodeos. Who's Madison Bumgarner Jonesy? He's a baseball player. He's a pro baseball player. This is a sports story. We don't do too many sports stories. I get very excited because I'm a big sports fan. So Madison Bumgarner has a unique hobby outside of baseball. Uh, the three-time World Series champion and new Arizona Diamondbacks left-hander competes in rodeo shows under a secret alias named Mason Saunders. I thought that was just fascinating that this well, this guy could be a Hall of Fame baseball player. He's got three rings um, and he's on the side of playing baseball. <laughs> He's participating in rodeos under a, under a spy name, really. Uh, after coming across a congratulatory photo posted on a rodeo show's Facebook page, uh, Madison Bumgarner was recognized as one of the rodeo participants. He was photographed with roping professional Jackson Tucker. Uh, he actually won that night and ultimately ended up walking away with a total of $26,000 in prize money from the rodeo. This guy's like a, actually a good ro- rodeo participant. Is that what they call them? Participants? A rodeoer? I don't know. I know nothing about the rodeo. I know that the rodeo show was like in Vegas when I was there. The last time I was in Vegas, I, I walked into a, a casino bar and like, why are all these cowboy hats here? 
Well, Bumgarner told The Athletic, which is a sports media company, that he's been roping since he learned the sport at about age 15 or 16. And interestingly enough, the pitcher uses his right hand when he's participating in roping competitions, although he's a left-handed pitcher. And Bumgarner's reason for using a secret alias to compete, here's what he told The Athletic. If he competed as Madison Bumgarner, every phone camera in the arena would be trained on him. So he devised the name Mason Saunders. The surname is the maiden name of his wife, Allie. Mason is a shortened version of Madison. Uh, Quote, something for my wife to call me when we were out in public to keep people from recognizing me. But now this is all going to be ruined for me, of course. CBS Sports ranked Bumgarner as the sixth best free agent available this winter. After spending 11 years with the San Francisco Giants, the club that drafted him in 2007, Bumgarner signed with the D-backs this winter to a five-year, $85 million contract. Uh, The general manager of the team he's on now told reporters that the team was unaware of his rodeo activities when he signed. (laughs) I'm sure they're not too pleased about the fact that their $85 million pitcher is participating in rodeos on the side, which could injure you, for sure. A lot of these ballplayers are not permitted to do you know other excruciating activities dangerous activities for instance like if you i'd imagine if you're i don't know let's say you're tom brady you're not really allowed in your contract probably to go whitewater rafting i don't know there's stuff like that though that they that they put in these contracts you're not allowed to do certain things if you've been signed to huge contracts uh other sports for instance typically um Here's a quote from the general manager. Madison is a grown man, and we know he's committed to helping us achieve our goals as a team. Those have been the conversations that we've had from the time that we first talked to him until very recently. Uh, So this shouldn't be a big big deal. Well, this guy's pretty cool about the fact that he's trying to rope (laughs) bucking Broncos or whatever the hell he's doing in these rodeos. I don't know how rodeos work. I'm pretty stupid about rodeos, to be honest with you. Never been interested in a rodeo. You're not going to like to hear this, but I've never been interested in any activity that's done in a cowboy hat. I'm just not. I have no interest in it, whatever it, whatever it might be. Rodeoing, horseback riding, uh, lassoing, line dancing. I'm like, if you got a cowboy hat on to me, it's probably going to be stupid. <laughs> Jonesy, how could you? Sorry. That's just how things are in my life. That's just my opinion. Let me end this story by saying that uh, I got a lot of props for Madison Bumgarner um, because he took a risk by being a rodeo guy despite being a Major League Baseball pitcher. And so, in other words, here's a guy who totally kept at his other passions and other hobbies despite them being probably against the rules, maybe. Um, And and I really like that. Like if I was a Major League Baseball player and I still wanted to um, mud wrestle, which is one of my hobbies, I would want to keep doing that. Jonesy, do you mud wrestle? No, not really. I just thought it'd be funny. Oh my. Thank you for listening to Weird AF News, guys. Please subscribe to the show, like the episode, like the podcast, share it with a friend, give it a rating, I don't know, lick it, anything. (laughs) Just participate, okay? Uh. By the way, uh, I'm in Japan now recording, and I'm a little travel-weary, so please forgive me if I uh, fumbled over my words. I'm doing the best I can here. Um, Yeah, moving all around Asia, still got my health, 
that's a good thing. You can follow my travels on Instagram at Funny Jones. And a few of you have reached out to me on there. And I want to thank you so much for doing that. A lot of you have sent me Florida articles as well. And uh, that'll be tomorrow's episode. So looking forward to Florida Fridays. It's going to be a good one. Uh, so make sure you listen to that. Also on the other social medias, you can follow me at Funny Jones on Twitter. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. You can email me funnyjones at gmail.com or call the show 646-450-2012. You can follow the Patreon or join the Patreon rather, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash weird AF news. And uh, yeah, that's another way to support the show and you get bonus episodes and uh, videos, articles. I don't know, there's all kinds of crap on there. And uh, yeah, and it's a good way to uh, feel like you're uh, supporting the show on a whole different level. Um, and if you're someone who listens five days a week, maybe that's something you want to try. Uh, appreciate you guys, nonetheless, for being loyal listeners and fans of the show. And once again, I want to thank everybody for sending me uh, correspondence while I'm traveling. It, it means a lot. Uh, so thank you. I appreciate you. And we'll see you tomorrow, Florida Friday. That's right. Yeah.